Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to On The Podcast, a short episode format podcast to give you something to do while you kill time doing your business on the pot. Or maybe you're at the doctor's office. It's just a routine checkup. Wellness. You should like actually like check your blood and check Wellness. everything like once Wellness, a year. Wellness, man. Yeah, it's like it should be part of your insurance if you have mm-hmm. health insurance. Anyway, you're there. And the doctor's always late. It's like your appointment's at two. They tell you to show up 15 minutes early, but the doctor is still then 15 minutes late. The worst. Late. So I annoying. hate that. You're not going to talk to the people in the waiting room because no. they might have the flu and it's nope. just weird. Mm-mm. You don't want to know what's going on with them. Mm-mm. So you got to kill time. Put on an episode of our podcast. Learn some things about your body. <laughs> <laughs> and what goes inside of your and body. And what goes inside <laughs> of it. Well, you wait for your doctor to be timely, which they never are. Mm-mm. I'm Liz. And I'm Katie. Hey, Liz. Hey, Katie. (laughs) What are we talking about today? Katie, we are talking about the athletic man. And by man, I mean woman. And by woman, I mean mostly man. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Are, Are you a fan of the Olympics? I love the Olympics. Yeah. Just hearing that... I like turn the volume. I turn the volume all the way up. I get chills, and I'm like, yeah, I just felt that right now. Man, yeah, summer Olympics over winter Olympics, but all Olympics. I would agree. You know, they're coming up. Yeah, and we get to have them. Soonish apart because COVID got messed up. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. 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 Well, Katie, the the United States has hosted the Olympics on eight occasions. Okay. They're also hosting in 2028. That's mm-hmm. a little bit from now. But they've hosted them eight times. Four of those times they were the Summer Olympics. Okay. Starting with the very first time that the United States hosted was in 1904. I Where was it? I don't know. We're going to get to that. So first of all, this was actually the very first Olympic Games outside of Europe. So that's kind of a big deal. Oh, that's cool. Now, Chicago won the bid. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, the Louisiana Purchase Expedition, I don't know what that is. Maybe we'll do an episode about that. (laughs) Uh, Wouldn't allow for two events to happen at the same time in Chicago in the same year. So what ended up happening was it got moved to St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. St. Louis in 1904. I wonder what that was like. Well, Not- you'll get a little taste. Okay. You'll get a little taste. Yeah. Very small. <laughs> so the games, Katie, ran from July 1st to November 23rd. Oh, that's a long a Olympics. Very long time. Yikes. The, the bulk of the events actually happened from late August to uh, early September. So like kind of the, ta- the same kind of span of time that we're used to, except, you know, a little bit later. Uh-huh. Um but the reason it ran so long was that these remaining events, for whatever reason, were then like grouped with the World's Fair. And they were kind of some of these things that the World's Fair was putting on. They were claiming Olympic events, but they weren't. Mm. So I don't know. I got confused. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was just a disaster. Right. Because they're just like keeping these people from other nations out there for so long for mm-hmm. I don't know. For, for the World's Fair, I yeah. guess. So there were 95 events in total out of 16 sports. And they were held at Francis Field, today is known as Francis Field, uh, at the Washington University in St. Louis. Okay. Um, 
so at the time the Russo-Japanese war was going on and because of that it made it difficult for nations to travel to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So there actually only ended up being 12 nations that showed up. Okay. There were 651 athletes that participated in the games. A small number. A very small number. <clears throat> Even for the time. Yeah. Uh, six of whom were women. Uh, out of the 600? Out of the 651, <laughs> yes. And only 62 athletes were outside of North America. Oh, so we had a good chunk of them. Yeah. I mean, bear in mind, like, we don't have planes at this time. So yeah. it would have taken quite That's the effort true. to travel. That's true. And no, no shirtless, uh, oiled up Tonka, 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 <laughs> tonka trucks. Where are we going? The shirtless, oiled up ton- Tonga, the flag bearer. Do you remember that guy? Oh boy, Katie. <laughs> we might touch on that. <laughs> so I will say just quickly that, um, Women, this was this was the first time women could compete in the Olympics. However, they only had one event that they were allowed to compete in, and that was archery. Oh, I was going to say world-class sewing. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> uh, so in the, in the 1904 Olympics, boxing, dumbbells, freestyle wrestling, and the decathlon actually made their debut. Cool. Yep. Um, at the time, the there was also tug-of-war. In the Olympics? Yeah, isn't that cool? that is cool. I would watch that today. (laughs) But it was actually an Olympic event from 1900 to 1920. Oh, wow. Yeah. So going back to your Tonga oiled up man. So there was this this event called the Anthropology Days. And it was, it took two days. uh, And the idea was to take, quote unquote, uncivilized tribes that were recruited from the World's Fair that was going on at that time. Mm -hmm. The World's Fair's human zoo exhibits. Oh, Yeah, pretty messed up. Pretty messed up. Now, they competed in long jump, archery, javelin, and then some other events that weren't typical of the other athletes, and that was the pole climb and the mud throw. Now, part part of the challenge, part of the bigger problem with this is that they were given no instruction of how to do these events. And so, you know, they just were put out there to compete, and it was a way for – uh, white men to say, okay, so this myth of tribes being more savage and more athletic is untrue because look at how poorly they're competing at these events. Ugh. Really uncomfortable all around. Yeah, really that's icky. Yeah, horrifying. Yeah, thanks, 1904. Yuck. Uh, now, the biggest... The biggest flub that happened at the 1904 was actually... The 1904 Olympics was actually the marathon. So this was the very first marathon actually... Uh, on U.S. soil ever. Mm-hmm. Hooray! Woo! Uh, it took place in uh, 90 degree heat in oh. St. Louis. Oh, 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 oh. I don't know if you know anything about hey. the Midwest, but... Muggy. Girl, it get muggy. It get yeah. hot. It hey. get gross. It hey. is not something you want to be outside in. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. And get this. The the starter gun went off at 3.03 p.m. Mm-hmm. So heat of the day. Yeah. There, <laughs> there were 32 athletes that uh, were signed up for the marathon, and only 14 of them actually competed. 18 withdrew. Uh, can I guess how many finished? Do you, you know can. that number? I, yeah, I think all 14 did. <laughs> oh, I was going to say like three. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, so there were, yikes. so the, the whole track was dust covered, so it made it very hard to breathe on top of the heat yeah. and the sweat and everything Ugh. else that's going on. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, I do want to mention that Frank Pierce, uh, from the Seneca nation was actually the first American in, uh, American Indian to, um, compete in the Olympics. And that was, and that was in, in 1904. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the first. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um, and he was, and he did briefly lead the pack for a little bit of time. He did not win, but, mm. um, but Frank Pierce, Hey, shout out. Woo. Uh, now Frank Lors was the original winner uh, of the marathon. Of the marathon, uh-huh. yeah, he was the original winner. However, they found out that he had actually hitched a ride on a car for part of it. <laughs> it doesn't stop there. Well, yeah. it does stop there, but maybe it doesn't. <clears throat> so Thomas Hicks was the actual winner, uh-huh. and he he finished near collapse. He was hallucinating. Uh, and a lot of the hallucination was attributed to what his trainers had given him. And that was a combination of brandy, which oh. was, you know, a big cure-all for the day. Uh-huh. Uh, raw eggs mm. and strychnine, which strychnine. is today known as a pesticide. <laughs> <laughs> and they gave him that before he raced? Uh, like during and before. Nah, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. And I And I do want to mention... <laughs> Uh, that fourth place, uh, Andrian and, and Darren, Adrian, boy, oh boy, do I know if I wrote that right or not? No idea. <laughs> Carvajal, uh, actually ended up taking a nap during the race after eating some spoiled apples. <laughs> because his stomach was upset? I mean, he was probably just in really rough shape and just decided to take a nap. Ended up still fourth. The tortoise and the hare. That's, the, that's the story yes yeah so that it was an all-around essentially disaster in the olympics of 1904 <laughs> that marathon just sounds like uh quite the adventure awful just awful. horrible yeah yeah yuck man the people setting this up maybe not lived in st louis but probably consulted you would think with the people of st louis to say like yeah there's this marathon when should we host it? In August in St. Louis. Maybe not at 3.30 in the afternoon. Look, 3.03. What time was it? 3.03. Maybe not at 3.03 in the afternoon. Look, there was no air conditioning in that day and age. Uh-uh. People were built different. N- not different. Your body overheats. People were built different. Nah. They they poison apples or spoiled apples and they just kept on running. Kept on running. Had a sip of brandy they had brandy and some raw eggs <laughs> and some pesticide. And it and that's the winning combo, folks. You might end up hallucinating, but that's the winning combo. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Oh, that sounds horrible. Awful. Very interesting, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My how times have changed. Very much so. Now we just inject ourselves with chemicals. I know. I was wondering, like, I wonder if, like, strychnine would show up on, like, a drug test. A drug test? I wonder if it had, like, performance-enhancing We don't know. Benefits. Let's give it Let's a Google shot. It. Next it a episode. Shot. Oh, yeah, you can Google it. <laughs> okay. Very interesting. Cool. Very cool. Thanks, Liz. You're welcome. So what's that inside my body? Feels like knowledge. Hope it's not strychnine. Hope it's not strychnine. (laughs) Okay. See you next time.